Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. They don't make love like this no more. Only on TV shows and magazines. Let me put some black love in your family tree. Come heal and grow with me. I adore you from your melanin to your durag strings. How you feel inside of me, how you smile at me. Priceless. Let me show you what it's like to be lifted in love so high you forget what being scared of heights is. Let me show you what it's like to love in spite how dope society says this single life is. And if they giving out time, I'm doing life with my partner in crime. And I'll tell your grandkids how we looked at love in the eyes and we fell. And you gave me heaven on earth without once having to drag me through hell. What was your prayer? What did you say? I had happiness when you met me. You added more to it. And I've been scared to fall in love, but shit, I do it if you do it. I prove it if you prove it. Welcome back to another episode of Self Care and Chill with Maui. I dropped a poem that was more nice for the guys today since the guys just feel like I don't like them and I'm against them. And I'm always advocating for women. So just to do my little update like we always do, what has been going on in my life lately nothing really um I started the YouTube so thank you everybody that has subscribed on YouTube at Maui the Writer um I will post some of the podcast episodes on there but more than anything you can go on YouTube to listen to my story times which I feel like is much better because when I'm on live when people call me when people text me when a live cuts off they are interrupting my goddamn story and it makes me so sick so other than that the dog has been doing fine He's really the highlight of everything that I got going on in my life right now because it's really nothing. I haven't been doing shows. I feel like God was so merciful over my life during the summer and by allowing me to do so many shows and never getting sick, I just decided that I didn't want to do no shows until next year and I just want to really enjoy spending time with my son and being in the house with my man and trying to get my dog to act like he got a little bit of common sense. So I really haven't been doing anything. I miss performing. Um, I miss doing shows and seeing people in person and signing books and stuff like that and traveling, of course. But like I tell you, I feel like when things are going your way and things are going how you want them, it is nothing wrong with you showing God your appreciation by giving something up or suppressing something or taking time away from something. God, you know what? A lot of the times... Um, performing is my main source of income. I want God to see how much more important he is than any money that I'm ever going to make in my life. So I don't have to do a show until next year. And I feel like if he sees how serious I'm, I'm willing to give those kind of things up, anything that no, it's not coming. It's not coming before how I feel about God. Um, other than that, as has been doing great in school, has my boyfriend been getting on my nerves? He like on and off. He not a, uh, we need to we need to teach him. We need to teach Gemini how to be a morning person. He be kind of irritable in the morning, and in in the house of a of a of people who are morning people, he's the grumpy ass old man. So today's topic, we are going to give the we are going to give the women some advice about men. 
But we're also going to give the men some loving and encouraging words. Um, and maybe uh, uh, some advice for you to look at your man a little bit differently and extending grace to men more often um, and trying to understand them a little bit better. Um, I've said this before in a podcast. Sometimes I, I, I will hear women say how a man has ran to a weaker woman or he left me to go be with somebody that tolerated more and stuff like that. And some men are really out here just chasing peace. Like, it's some men that is just, they peace is worth, worth more than anything that they can get from this relationship. Some people are leaving relationships and going where they are hurt or going where they can be themselves um, or going where they have fun. Not to say it's not people out here running to a weaker person that will tolerate more and won't call them out when they bullshit or to push them to one better. But on my drive here, when I was thinking about this topic too, um... I would hear a woman say, oh, he didn't want to be with me because I was push- I was telling him that he should work on his credit. We should do this. That's really not your job. Your job really is to, to, for us to enjoy each other, to be my lover, to be my friend. Not for you to try to push and motivate me to be what your idea of how a partner should be is. I might not want more for myself. And we got to accept that. When we, when we pushing people and we want them to want more and we seeing potential in them, we got to start, let's normalize accepting the fact that other people may not want those things for themselves. And it may be overwhelming for them. And it may be tiresome having to hear you talk about these things or what they should do all the time or how they should change or what they could do to be better. Some people are perfectly fine with where they are and they don't see nothing wrong with it. And it doesn't mean that they don't love you. It doesn't mean that they don't love you. It doesn't mean that they lazy. It doesn't mean that they don't want more for themselves. Some people don't got the emotional capacity to, be, to handle what comes with that other shit at this place in their life. And sometimes people want to do certain things on their own time without somebody telling them to do, do something. It's just like when we would be growing up. It's different when you clean your room on your own. Opposed to your mom yelling at you and saying, come clean your goddamn room before I beat your ass. Because now I don't want to do it. See, I was going to clean my room. But now that you done talk to me like that and you done keep, you keep saying the same thing over and over, I'm cleaning my room when I feel like it. And then your mom will say something like, why you living under my house? You're going to live by my fucking rules and you get the cleaning or whatever. A person doesn't want to feel like they're in a relationship with their parent. Um, also, get allowing your man to have that open space of you being a person that they could communicate with. I think that's so important. That we listen, men and women, listen to your partner without a sense of judging. You're supposed to be my friend. And sometimes our only responsibility as a friend is to listen, not to give advice, not to tell you what, I, what you should be doing or how I would have did it differently or how you shouldn't have did that. Or how, Some people just need somebody to listen and not and feel like they are heard and not be interrupted. Sometimes we think that we got all the answers and all the ideas and we know what's best for the people we care about. Sometimes we need to just stay, take a step back and just be there to listen. Some of us want better for our friends, for our partners and stuff. They're in relationships or situations that's not healthy for them. How do I give them advice? How do I tell them to do this? Sometimes the best thing you can do for your friends is just be a friend. To just be a lover. To just be a partner. To just be that cheerleader, be that supportive person through whatever journey they be, may be going through and let people learn shit on their goddamn own. I can't protect you from everything. I can't make you create a life for yourself that I want. And more than anything, when we be giving our friends and other people advice, you have to realize that you may want more for a person or you may be able to see their worth and identify it and you may love them and want the best for them. 
and people don't see that for themselves. It's a lot of people out here and you love them to death, death and they in relationships and situations with people that you know aren't good for them and they don't know they worth. They don't see how valuable they are. They don't see what they bring to the table. So I feel like sometimes just being a person to listen, that's, that is also a top tier quality. Being a friend who, who is always there to listen and being supportive and offering that support. And I feel like that is a priceless quality when it comes to friends. Your friends normally are the ones who are either agreeing with you, saying, yes, girl, he did have you fucked up, or your homeboys. Another thing is men, pay attention to your circle of friends that you are getting advice from. How many men in your circle do you admire? How many men in your circle have families, have wives and stuff like that, who freaking come home and help their wife? Who really can give you good advice when it comes to your relationships and partnerships? Because a lot of y'all men, y'all go through relationships shit with y'all partners. Y'all call your homeboys up. He's not really giving you no good advice. He telling you could come lay on his fucking couch because you were the homie. Why wouldn't I want my homie to come lay on my couch and play 2K with me all night? How many people are really advocating for you to freaking, come on, bro, we just going to go cool off, we're going to go to the gym, and then when you get yourself together, you're going to go back home and you're going to talk it out with your wife. Your kids is there, they love you, your girl love you, maybe you just need to cool down. Who really? Who Who is really advocating for the family structure, okay? To the men who are listening, who say, well, my girl, she doing this, and she nagging, and she getting on my fucking nerves, and she not being peaceful, or she's not being submissive. To the men who love to say that women don't know how to be submissive, what are you giving me to naturally want to be submissive to? Because if you were a leader, you would not have to force me to do anything. And that is what I know to be true. A woman would naturally want to cater to a man who is excelling in his role as a man. Okay? If I, can't tr- if I don't trust where you have leaded yourself in life, if I don't trust you as far as the decisions that you make for yourself. If you are not a man of morals and characters and values and you're expecting me to be submissive and you're expecting me to just look at you as this leader, my soul will not allow me to to make naive decisions out of love. A lot of women aren't doing these things that you're expecting her to do and listening and following your lead because she does not trust you to lead. Where have you led yourself? Being being catering to your man and loving on your man is so much more than my wife cooked for me and cleaned for me and she she nasty and all these other things. A woman wants to not only admire her partner, but she wants to trust and have certainty that that my man can make healthy and good decisions for our family. He doesn't make decisions for him, himself and how he feels and what he thinks. When he makes decisions, he's constantly making decisions and including his family and how, how this will benefit his family. Why would I want to be submissive and listen and allow this, a man to take the lead who makes selfish, selfish decisions? And when it comes to you being in relationships with good men who excel in their role and you feel like you're an overly independent woman who's just used to being disappointed and being let down and you can't let your guard down and you can't reciprocate, tap into the emotions of why can't I be vulnerable? Why can't I do nice things for my partner? Why don't I trust him to take the lead? Even if it's baby steps, even if you don't trust your man to take the lead just in every aspect. Communicating about how you feel and why you feel that way. I've been in relationships, so I've been let down. 
I'm used to people not coming through for me. I'm used to people not keeping my keeping promises, expressing exactly what makes me feel that way. Same thing as a man, you being vulnerable and saying, babe, I respect you being independent. I love that about you. That's one of my favorite qualities, but sometimes you need to trust me and trust the decisions that I can make for this family. And not in a way where you're trying to, you need to listen to me and not in a way where nobody is trying to be overly controlling of the other person, but creating this open line of communication where, you know what, we are, we both need to just learn to trust each other. Having conversations where we're both included because we are a team. If one person on the team is not happy, then the team did not win today. So when we have arguments with our partner and we're trying to figure out, well, you was wrong and you, you did this, it don't fucking matter who was right or wrong when we're on the same team. It doesn't matter how many points Kyrie scored if KD wasn't freaking getting the rebounds that he needed and the team still fucking lost. Why are we arguing about who did what and what, who didn't do what when we are on the same team? So are we working with each other? Are we working against each other? Will, will ego not allow you to be happy and be in love because you're so worried about being right? I don't got to always be right with my partner. I'm charging some shit to the game and I'm not expecting everybody to move the exact same way or freaking make those kind of decisions, but I'm picking my battles. I don't have to prove my point every time. If my partner tells me the sky is purple today, the sky is purple, honey. I'm not arguing with his ass. What am I arguing with him about? It's certain shit that I just don't have to be right. I just don't give a fuck that much to just prove my point. The sky is purple. Toodles. I'm out. I'm on my way to Target. Do you need anything? Because <laughs> I'm not about to have a whole discussion about some shit that I already know in my mind. So I'm not saying sweep things under the rug and not express how you feel when a person did some shit that's wrong or a person hurt you and you charging it to the game because I feel like those are things that those are things that we need to talk about. Those are things that is important to have an open conversation about because this person, we're on the same team and it's a person on the team that is doing things that are detrimental to the team. This person lies. This person cheats. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Excuse me, y'all. So we can talk about those things but if we arguing about freaking who left the box of cereal open, like that's one thing my man always complaining about who left the cereal on the counter. I'd be like, who cares? Put it back in the cabinet. Like who the, I left the cereal, me or my son left the cereal on the goddamn cat on the counter and we left it open. Okay. And what? Put it. I'm sorry. Put it in the cabinet. Thank you very much. Not about to have a conversation or discussion about this with you today. It's early in the morning. We was making cereal. We probably forgot to put it back and it's still on the counter. I'm choosing my battles wisely. I love you. Why am I going back and forth with you? Why am I debating with a person that my main goal with this person is to make it to the championship with? If our main goal together is to make it to the championship, my only job is to make sure we are both enjoying ourselves here and playing my role and knowing what my role is and excelling in it. If rebounds is my thing, it's freak, if I'm the freaking point guard and scoring is my thing, knowing my role, excelling in my role, and making sure that you're not lacking in yours and not allowing your ego to be offended when I express to you that you can be, a, you can be doing a better job for this team. And you used to do a great job, but now you're comfortable. Don't allow your ego to make you feel too freaking embarrassed or prideful to take open criticism from your partner. One of the best things that your partner could do for you is tell you the things that y'all need to work on because you know what? 
When people go out and they look for things outside of their relationships and their marriages and their partnerships and they ain't never speak to you about it, that person already had their mind made up what the fuck they wanted to do because had you really wanted the team to work, had you really wanted our partnership to work, you would have came to me first. If it was some shit that you ain't like and I needed to work on, you would have came to me. You wouldn't went outside of this. You would, not, you, went, you would not have went outside of what we shared to find answers. You would not have looked for answers in the bid of somebody else and the, and the text messages of somebody else and the DMs of somebody else and the vagina of somebody else. Had you really wanted to make what we got work, you would have came to me first and you would have talked to me. So that's another thing when your partner is already, when you, when you and your partner go through something and they look for their peace and their solitude or their answers outside of the relationship while also doing things that's detrimental to the relationship, you already had your mind made up of what you wanted to do. So what am I really, what am I really talking about now? What are, what, what are we really working through now when you already made a decision that you had time to think about? So again, I didn't mean to rant, but many, many gems were, was just dropped. Okay. Many gems were, were just dropped for men and for women. Men, Another thing is when I just got on live today um, and I was asking people, what do you think should be the um, topic for today? And somebody said, you should talk about how when a man is not a provider, he's not in a good place financially. A relationship should not be on the top of his priority list. And I said, okay, but why don't we give women, why don't we give men the same grace that we give women? With a lot of women not being in a good place to provide for their own selves. And they still want to go on dates. They still want to meet a guy. They living in paycheck to paycheck. They struggling with bills. We don't, we don't say this to her. We don't tell her she doesn't deserve to date. She just prefers to date guys with money who can bring something to her table. Bring the things to her table that she can't bring right now. But we don't give him more grace. Let me tell you something. A broke man is not the problem. A, a man who lacks ambitious is, ambition is the problem. That's the problem. Nobody's mad at a broke man. They're mad at the men who aren't ambitious. Because as long as a man is actively trying, as long as he's pushing himself and doing his best and he has a goal set in mind, and let me tell you something about goals. You might have some shit in your mind and you just may not know how to get there. You may not have the support and the encouragement that 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 is needed to get to certain places. Sometimes you could be in a relationship with a man who only really is ambitious and has a goal. He'll never ask you for shit. But what he is relying you relying on you for is for you to be in his his corner and be supportive, and be there. The same thing with you. You may not be offering him many things and be bringing a lot to the table, but you're in nursing school right now, and you don't really ask him for much. And what he offers you is he's your study partner, and you love that about him. You love that he studies with you. You love that he takes you to school. That he freaking picks you up from school, or he bought you text he bought you some textbooks and stuff like that. We live in this generation that's so freaking shallow that because I'm not where I need to be financially, I'm not deserving of love. It's a, it's a broke-ass person out there right now who would love to be with me, and we both in the same boat, and we'll figure it out together. It's crazy because people are literally, they're not walking around here like Oprah, and they're saying, oh, people shouldn't be worried about this if they can't provide. Am I coming in the door having to provide for you? Because the whole dating part of the relationship is pretty much not that expensive. 
even if he couldn't afford five-star dinner dates all the time, it's a lot of dates that people could go on that's super nice, thoughtful, and creative that don't really cost that much money. So we need to realize, are we dating people for who they are or what they got? Are you dating people before because of what they have and what they can provide for you? Or are you dating people for who they are and how they treat you? It's simple. And the higher you elevate yourself and where you are in your life, you can be with the person that you choose to be with and not a person that you need. That's why I say work on yourself. Go, go, if you want to go back to school, go back to school. Get you a new job. Invest in yourself so that you're not being with people that you need and you feel like you can't leave because you can't afford to. Or he pays all the bills. I can't afford to leave. Or she does this for me. I can't leave her right now. I'm using her. Make sure that you at the place that you want to be in your life so that you could be and choose the exact person that you wanted to be with and you didn't have to settle because of where you at in your life. Girl, if there's anybody that walks around and just sprinkle gems everywhere, child, it is me. If it was a goddamn collection plate or something like that to be passed around, I'm pretty sure it would be getting passed around right now. A collection plate of things. I love y'all. I really do. But we in this generation where people aren't patient enough to work on things with people. They're not patient enough to help people and grow and stuff like that. And it's because we on Instagram all day long and we feel like we got more options. We can get something better. We see things that, that, that appear to be better on our timeline all day long. And let me tell you, let me tell you something before I go, okay, about these things that appear to be better, okay, and you might find a bit, my man can leave me right now, he might find somebody that he feels like is better, this is better for me, I got a bunch of sneakers in my closet, okay, bunch of sneakers, bunch of different kind of sneakers, cheap sneakers, designer sneakers, a bunch of sneakers, but I always wear my Vapor Maxes, okay, it's a bunch of options, it's a bunch of things for me to choose from, but the other options that I have don't feel like them Faber Maxes. So I'm not doubting that it might be some shit that might be better. It might look better. It might appear to be better. It might have better qualities, but the shit ain't going to feel like this. Okay? The shit don't feel like the Faber Maxes. And that's what I do know. So in this journey, and I'm going to say it again, like we said on the last story time when we sit on the last podcast with just Mike because I love I love the gym that was dropped there it's so many people that don't like their house and they want to buy a new one and they don't want to work on that shit so if you got if you in a relationship or you with somebody or you in a you in a relationship and you with somebody and y'all working on it and you're with a person that is actively trying they don't got all the pieces together but they doing their best and I'm not talking about you being in a relationship with somebody that you're trying to force some shit to work with somebody that don't want it to work Somebody is actively not listening. They don't communicate. They're doing shit to jeopardize. I'm not talking about those kind of relationships. I'm, tr- I'm talking about the man that you keep telling, with the, telling him how, how to be romantic or telling him how you need him to communicate. And he trying. He's, he's in the right direction. He baby stepping it. It's not as much as you need it to be, but it's a little bit progress. I'm talking about the people who are trying. And, and don't expect me to have all this shit together overnight. I've been doing this shit my whole life all wrong. So when y'all tell people how you want to be loved or how you need to be anything, please understand that certain people have been doing certain things for a really long time and they're not going to unlearn this shit overnight. Being able to identify who to be patient with, 
Because neither one of us are perfect, but both of us are trying. Both of us are working on the same goal. And both of us realize that we're on the same goddamn team. And the goal is the championship. And that is the message for today. I hope everybody enjoys their day. I hope everybody has a good day. I hope everybody learned something today. And if you didn't learn anything, I hope that in this moment right now, you could take a look at your... I was about to curse. You could take a look at yourself and be able to identify what you might need to be working on. So until next time, I hope y'all enjoyed an episode of Self-Care and Chill with Maui.